0: And welcome back to the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europa, the best club in the world for that matter. But uh, we're a little bit biased. I'm your co-host, Nathan. Brian and Roman are away for this episode. You can follow the show at Pod on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook for all the latest news, opinions, competition entries, and so much more, all in the English language about the Eintracht that's facebook.com backslash H-E-F pod. You can also drop us a line, as many people do from time to time, through our email. That's Frankfurt at yahoo.com. This episode is a little bit different, if you already couldn't tell. I interview Aaron from St. Louis about his love of Eintracht Frankfurt. We review the Hinrunda as it laid out. We take a look at our upcoming match at home against Bayern. And we round out the interview talking about what the Winter Pausa might bring Eintracht Frankfurt. Please excuse the sound quality of this interview. We're in a noisy bar, and while we rise above the clatter, it's still a little bit noisy. So, enjoy. We're back. Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt Podcast. Uh, We're here at uh, Schlafly Bottleworks here in St. Louis, Missouri. This is Nathan. And I am here talking with another Eintracht fan uh, located in St. Louis. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan. Glad to be here. This is uh, pretty exciting for me because... There aren't many of us around St. Louis area. Um, I think that there's uh, one other uh, dude around here that uh, sports the colors of Frankfurt. Okay, great. Um, so I've yet to meet that guy, but he uh, reached out to me on Twitter at nice. some point. Nice. I was only aware of the two of us, so yeah, yeah. it's a lonely club. Yeah. but uh, Hopefully, getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, threefold bigger, you know? So that's pretty good. Um, so. Um, So, where are you from? Um, I am St. Louis, born and bred. So I uh, have—I like to joke—I've gone on vacation a few times, but I've I've lived here. I went to college here, um, raising my family here. So I've got deep, deep roots here in St. Louis. Yeah, I'm—I'm very the same—the same here. I'm from O'Fallon. So, um, so St. Louis is a. Pretty big soccer town. Um, we're making that push right now for an MLS team. Hopefully that goes through. Yeah, knock on yeah. the solid wood <laughs> tables of Schlafly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so how did you get into to soccer uh, as a sport? Yeah, so I've always really enjoyed um, watching soccer, you know, participating in it when I was a wee kid, but uh, really kind of got away from the sport for a long period of time and, and um, most most of my uh, energy towards sports was directed towards baseball and it was really kind of when STLFC uh, came into the market that's our USL team here um, you know I started kind of paying attention to, to soccer a little bit more and seeing the enthusiasm of the fans there and that sort of thing so um, you know relatively maybe a, they've been here what three years now maybe four years so yeah. kind of a a, a rebirth i guess of soccer from from my perspective um and and yeah so i you know kind of took that and and started thinking about well i need to follow some bigger clubs other than just stlfc <laughs> i mean the games are fun it's it's local there's a lot of enthusiasm but sometimes yeah. you watch it and you're like I, you know there's it's there's, been some it, rough there's years <laughs> there's a there, yeah i mean this year was they finally made the playoffs but yeah. uh but, yeah, there's a skill gap, and um, yeah. not really into Premier League, and so I, I kind of started looking. And my heritage is German, so I was like, yeah. I'm going to start checking out Bundesliga teams and see if I can find somebody worth following. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's, SDLFC is a team in St. Louis in the USL. Um, it hasn't been around long, but it's kind of achieved like a little bit of a renaissance in St. Louis, so we've had teams here and there. We had an NASL team uh, a while back. We had a, um, uh, a women's league team in the Athletica, which won a couple national championships. Um, so it's a pretty good soccer town. We've, uh, we have a lot of um, talent come out of St. Louis, uh, notably uh, currently um, Josh Sargent at Verde Bremen. Absolutely. Yeah. Great who's, to see him get his first goal in yeah. the Bundesliga last week.
1: Yeah, and
0: uh, Tim Ream, who's also on the U.S. men's national team currently, I believe, um, is also from St. Louis, so. Yeah, I think that also the, um, is it the the captain of Berta also spent some time in St. Louis? Oh, yeah, the dad Uh, he went to St. Louis University High School, and I can't remember who went to college, but yeah, he, uh, maybe he didn't go to college, but um, yeah, so he he's a bosnian refugee that he came right. here and, and, and tore up so yeah i'm always I'm, i've always been a big fan of his so uh, uh, you know following his career but um, so yeah frankfurt so you just kind of stumbled into it well
1: or, you know i am really interested heritage? in
0: genealogy and yeah. um, all of my all of my ancestors came from germany and uh, they've all you know the ones that were born there have all since uh, have uh, uh, died but kind of going back and doing some of that research and figuring out, well, where did they come from? And really independent of the soccer quest, just really digging into my heritage, yeah. I started to, to notice, well, they're all, they're all really dotted around Frankfurt. You know, yeah. a lot of um, family from Frankfurt itself, some from the Darmstadt area, just a little bit south of Frankfurt. Okay. So um, really started thinking, okay, well, uh, I'm looking for a Bundesliga team, and I know I don't want it to be Bayern. Which, which one should I pick? Well, yeah. if I would have... You know, if my family would have never immigrated, this is probably the region I'd live <laughs> in. So so I'll give Frankfurt a shot. So I'm a relatively new fan. Mm-hmm. Um, really started following them last year, kind of mid-season, as they were really just kind of starting their uh, their push. Their little run. And, yeah, yeah, and it uh, uh, was really exciting. And uh, I think I kind of happened to just tune in at the right time. And just yeah. the passion of the fans and the way that... The season unfolded really hooked me, and yeah, and here I am sporting the kit and <laughs> there you go. talking to you about uh, Frankfurt. <laughs> yeah, the, it's it's so odd. You know, like, I, I got I got hooked a couple years earlier in 2013, right after Europa uh, their their previous Euro- Europa run, um, but they weren't great that year, um, and so I, I saw them uh, play Freiburg in a loss in I believe March or April, one of those two. But it wasn't like the, the play on the field was good, you know, pretty stellar. But uh, Freiburg was definitely better, the better team. Uh, but the atmosphere of that place is just incredible. So like, um, so that's kind of what hooked me, and then I started watching a lot of games. So, like so, but you had the the benefit of actually having a, a, a product on the field that was moving forward and. Per-
1: yeah you know I,
0: I would I don't think that would have made a difference um, I'm, I'm you know I can remember yeah. I remember putting something out on Reddit or something at the time trying to just understand German soccer culture, football culture and see you know, the team that you have your loyalty to, is it really just geographic? You know, here with MLB, we've got the Cardinals here, yeah. and the Cardinals have a, a, a big reach because of their farm system, and a lot has to do with, It's maybe getting too detailed for the listeners, but <laughs> a lot into, you know, our local radio station, KMLX, and the power of that station, yeah. you know, Clear 30, channel. 40, 50 years ago. And, and, you know, it's just kind of like the Midwest's team, you know, and so yeah. is it... Is it kind of where you grew up, or is it who your family supported? And, you know, just kind of trying to tie genealogy and soccer together. I, I, I almost made the decision that, you know, Frankfurt's going to be my team, even before yeah. I watched the first game. But yeah. it certainly didn't hurt that they were having a great season, and uh, seeing Ravich coming on at the end and the, the, the Pokal game uh, just... Ooh. It was goosebumps. Something to behold. <laughs> yeah, I watch it frequently. Um, yeah, I, I had this that similar experience. You know, like we we who are, you know, genealogy aside, we who are outside of Germany, oftentimes just kind of pick our teams. We have the agency to pick it. Um, but what's kind of cool, like about your story, is you have that that history of your your family. Ties it together and um, yeah I had so I, I had the old sole benefit of uh family in the area too on my on my partner side Allison um, and uh so I got I got taken to a games and then and then I got hooked on soccer the the product of Bundesliga soccer and then I asked somebody who was obsessed with soccer a, a Schalke fan so who do you think I should go with and she she said which game did you go Frankfurt she's like well did you love it yeah yeah I loved it you have your team (laughs) it has chosen you (laughs) like that makes sense I'm good I'm in I'm in yeah so it's it's pretty cool so recently you've had the experience of going to uh, to Frankfurt so first of all uh, what was I, I think you've been there before right yeah, I, I've been to Germany uh, before, mm-hmm. um, and this was kind of a last-minute trip. We found some uh, super cheap airfare to Europe, and we've, um, we have two small children, and we really hadn't gotten away from those small mm-hmm. children uh, since they have been born. So, um, you know, my wife found these, these great tickets, and we just kind of pulled the plug and kind of made a last-minute decision. Uh, It's funny because um, she enticed me with, well, there's cheap tickets to several European cities. One of them is Frankfurt, would you like to go? And so um, I actually said, well, I'm going to have to consult the the schedule first. And so I got on and looked at the schedule and saw that, you know, the only game that could conceivably line up with the great travel prices was the Schalke game. And I thought, okay, well let's do it. And I, I asked her, I said, how you know? How likely are we to actually take this trip? And she said, oh, it's like 90%. So I went ahead and bought the tickets before Smart. I bought the airline tickets. Yeah. And so then when we got back uh, that night to book the airline tickets, the prices had all changed and the tickets to Frankfurt were <laughs> quite a lot more than they were at the start of the day. Oh, and no. so, uh, it was one of those, like, oh, what do we do? So we actually wound up buying tickets to Brussels and spending most of our time in Belgium. Yeah. Because um, those were those tickets were still cheap. And then we just took a day trip over to Frankfurt. So we were only in Germany okay. for a day. It was literally just to go to the Schalke yeah. game. Uh, but, but I'm glad we did it. Uh, it was an amazing experience and really solidified my love for the team. There is... It was quite. I mean, it was, there's nothing like it. It's, you know, you watch you watch it on television, and you can you can hear the fans, you can hear the chants, you can yeah. You know, you can see the enthusiasm, but you don't feel that same electric feel that yeah. you feel when you're there. Yeah. And uh, that was that was something to behold. I mean, my wife has no uh, Marjorie. She has no. Love for Frankfurt as a soccer team. Yeah. I mean, she she spent some time in Argentina uh, when she was in college, and she had been to like a Boca game. Um, but you know, she but just just seeing like she was even like really enthused and motivated. Yeah. And, you, know, you know, jumping up when Yovich scored and all that. And it was it was just really exciting to see like it's it's contagious. It's when you're in, that, in that space, and yeah. it's just. It's, it's a sight to behold. Yeah, well, it certainly was a game that would, you know, take anyone. It was a great game that we played that game. Yeah, um, I mean, I was really nervous going into the game because if, if memory serves, we had, just, uh, we had just beaten Limassol in the Europa yes. to clinch the spot for, you know, advancing to the next Knockout. round. Yeah. But that game was on like Wednesday or Thursday of that week and then Shalka was on a Sunday. And so they were coming off of three or four days, you know, Rest. in a big game where they obviously threw it all at, at you know Limassol because they wanted to to move on in the in the tournament and yeah. you know, Shalka maybe not having their best season. No, they are not. Um, but they're still playing Champions League football, right? Yeah. And so there's, you know, it's it's still Schalke, and anything yeah. can happen. And so I was a little nervous going into the game. Who's going to get rested? Who are they going to play? And um, are they going to be tired? And it was, yeah. you know, it was, a, it was a bit of a slow first half yeah. because... Um, you know it was it was yeah. still zero zero, but you know I was pleased that you had the big three up front: Ravech, Jovic, Alaire. They were all playing. Um, Buffaloes are running. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we're um, we're recording this uh, several days after the injuries of Abraham and Hasabe, yeah. but having both of those guys in defense. Um, clearly makes a huge difference it does <laughs> doesn't it <laughs> um you know so seeing all those guys out on the pitch and just being part of the crowd and um all the fans that we sat around were yeah. super to deal with and gracious yeah. and it was it was a lot yeah so did you say uh, so i'm just trying to get a context so it's a visual cue, I'm, yeah i'm uh I'm, I'm currently in talks uh, with my partner, to We're going to try to hit a game up at the end of the year, and so we're scheduling it all right. out. i uh, getting tips from you right now. But, um, so, like, did you sit with the, the Ultras, or did you choose to sit in the morning? Well, unfortunately, because these were last-minute airline tickets, we uh, you know the, 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 the game was almost sold out by the time I got around to actually purchasing tickets. Yeah. So we were... Um, we were on the side of the field that the, the team is on, so okay. I think that's the north end of the field, yeah. and uh, you know, pretty pretty far up in the stands. So the the ultras were to our right, okay. Um, but we were just a just a shade on the ultra side of midfield, so we had great Those great seats, seats, and um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you still feel the enthusiasm of the ultras even if you're not standing yeah. in the section with them, for sure. Well, I, I had the uh, the I guess the blessing and the curse of my my uh, partner's brother purchasing tickets in the ultra section for us, and all he told us before we flew to Germany was bring a red shirt. Right? <laughs> He's like, that's all I ask, and and keep your mouth shut because <laughs> I think Freiburg scored a goal, and um, and I was like, damn, that was a really good goal. And He's like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this guy. I yeah. don't know this guy. <laughs> you yeah. so right now. So I mean, yeah. Now I kind of get it a little more. Uh, it's it, it it pretty heated up there, and I mean, it was funny. We sat between, um, you know, we. I, I wanted to make sure I got there with plenty of time. I wanted the full experience. I wanted to go to the fan shop before the game. So yeah. Um, if you if you've never been, um, my my only advice in the in the fan shop pre-game is is throw elbows because it is crazy in there. I mean, I was not prepared for the the frenzy of just buying stuff. Um, You know, I wanted to get a jersey. I wanted to get a scarf. All those things are kind of cost prohibitive to get here in the U.S. Oh, very. And so... Um, I managed, you know, we each got a scarf, and then I, I had looked and saw there was another fan shop in the in the shopping district yeah. in Frankfurt, and I was like, okay, well, we'll we'll go there tomorrow and have yeah. a more um, relaxed shopping experience. But you know, um, I, I did have one really cool experience pre-game, um, you know, other than just walking up and kind of seeing the the whole yeah. unfold before you, which is great. Yeah, um, Marjorie had to use the restroom. And she, uh, you know, we hadn't even gotten into the stadium yet, but she was, you know, she kind of found this, somebody pointed her to a restroom, and she went in this, like, kind of large opening, and, you know, she kind of disappeared. I'm like, well, I'll wait here for you, and I'm just standing there, and there's all these people, you know, crowding around, and all of a sudden, I hear somebody blowing a whistle, and it's like, you know... Know, the parting of the Red Sea, and in comes the team bus, right? Oh so, no! Yeah. So the team bus pulls in right in front of me, and, and makes this turn into the into the into this opening in the stadium. And so I can kind of see through the darkened windows, you know, the outlines of several of the players. I'm starting to recognize. I mean, you can some of them have a very recognizable profile. Oh, yeah. you know, And so so you got to see all of those guys get off the bus, basically. That's pretty um, cool. It really confused. Uh, uh, my wife when she came out of the restroom and there was a giant bus right, right in front there. of the entrance to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. but uh no it was it was great uh, the the you know had to get the broth before the game and the uh you know get the beer and the apple wine and all of that stuff taken care of um, yeah in the forest and then inside <laughs> yeah well once you once you get inside you know we we had gotten in pretty early so the stadium really hadn't filled up quite yet yeah. and uh Took a lot of pictures. Um, once it started filling up, we had to our, to our left um, you know, a, a couple. Uh, the, the husband was from Bulgaria, and the, the lady was from uh, Great Britain. They lived in Frankfurt for a long time, but okay. um, you know, they were not from Frankfurt. And so it was nice having a, a native English speaker right yeah. next to us. That was fun. <laughs> um, and, and to our right was two guys from Switzerland they take an annual trip to go see oh, Frankfurt wow. play every year and this that's was cool. their big trip to, to, to Frankfurt and so it was, you know, we, we were able to really have kind of a bond inter- Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, and so it was it's cool, it was like, fun. I, I, I think that's pretty cool because I, I, uh, the experience that I want to have in my first time actually being cognizant of what's going on is um, people around me that I, I know and um, like uh, starting with, you know, inheritance bank uh, or Euro Europa, uh, right there. It's like the goosebumps start and all that stuff. I I, I can't wait for that. So. Yeah, my, my wife took a little video of you know me holding up the scarf, singing the yeah. singing the song, and uh, she's like, "How do you know this song?" I'm like, "I, I, I just know it." Like, okay, <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, it's end end sounds like you had a pretty good experience. Um, so what do you think about the team um, uh, this year and uh, where the, where they sit right now? Right now, as we record this, we're move, going into the weekend. We've, we've, we've just played, uh, mind's blanking me right now, yesterday. Uh, we just played Mainz. Mainz, yes, the, the carnival club. Uh, tied them. Uh, so what did you think of that game? You know, I thought we, we looked a little tired. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I wasn't sure, you know, how much of that is, is, is tired legs or how much of that is just key personnel not on the field. And, um, you know, I think if you you take for granted the skilled play of some of those guys until they're not there. And I, I think not having... It's a diplomatic um, way to say that. Yeah, <laughs> You know, I mean, you take a guy like Hasebe, and you're like, well, and we just re-signed him for some some period of time, and it's like, well, yeah. how long are you going to play, my man? I mean, you are getting up there. And he's 36. Yeah. Um, but when he's not there, you can tell. Oh, yeah. But, you know? I mean, he's he kind of is that, that, that good kind of sweeper position that just... Yeah. Seems to be where he needs to be when he needs to be there. Yeah. And Which is a I mean it's a rare it's a rare person to to, you know, take that role up. It's yeah. still a pretty rare position to play. Yeah, I mean I thought that I thought that first goal that Mainz had, you know, there was and I think it was Gasinovich maybe that, that that maybe mishandled the ball a little bit, leading to yeah. the goal, but I mean, it was a beautiful goal. There yeah. really wasn't much that could be done about yeah. it. I thought we responded well. Yeah, um, could not really really liked, uh sure sure really liked going into the half um, tied up. Yeah, uh, just to, we really uh, responded <laughs> to those to those goals pretty yeah, well. Yeah, we we really did. Um, I really expected there to be more of a push. I, I thought they were going to get into halftime and you know reconfigure some strategy a little bit and come out, uh, but. It was a lot. I felt it was more of the same coming out in the second half, and we just, yeah. you know, good for us for holding them and getting yeah. the point, I guess. But uh, I think it was a game where we really could have gotten all three, uh, especially looking at Bayern, which is always going to be tough no matter what. So. Yeah, it's it's going to be difficult to 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 see these to see us uh, tie against Verl- or tie against Knights, lose against um, Wolfsburg and. Did we, yeah, we lost against Hertha as well. Those yep. three, are, I think, are going to haunt us if, if we're not careful. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought we played pretty decently um, in the front and in, in, in midfield, but defensively, I don't think we were there the entire game. And especially on the on the on the left side, I don't think Injika had a, a good game in any way whatsoever. But um, but he's young; yeah. he's got to have those games. <laughs> but I do think if if we would be recording this conversation before the season ever started, yeah, and kind of looking at you know changes in in coaching, changes uh, new system, changes mm-hmm. with a lot of personnel and saying like hey, if you were I think whatever fifth in the table now. You'd say okay if, if Frankfurt were fifth at, at the near midpoint of the season, yeah. would you guys be okay with that? I'd uh, be yes. like hell yes, I <laughs> will take that any day of the week. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> some stability. Oh so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know, you can always do a little bit better, but uh, yeah. I think the team's in great position. Yeah, and so I mean, you have to look at at depth as uh, a game such as that that uh, depth can. Can be your you know something that will you know end up making you lose a game, but this one we tied. But someone like Follett, who is on the outs for the most part, has uh, I think for the past two games now. Maybe I think he's done this for one more game. I can't remember which one. But thank you. Yeah, Follett has. has set has been the center of the of the defense and commanded it, and it, it, to varying degrees of success. But the only way that you can get better at that is is to, to have some experience. So it's good to see Salcedo play again, and he played, I think he played the best of the three of them. Yeah, um, he had a good game. Um, but he also, I. I it, Personally, I thought that we should have lost that game because of that. I thought that hit, that was a handball well, in the box from my perspective. Re, you know, watching it on the replay a couple of times, I mean, it seemed to hit him mid-arm, and it, it almost looked like he you was could leaning. see daylight yep. increasing between the body and the arm. Yeah. So, uh, I'm no, I'm no. Uh, Soccer official, but it yeah. sure looked like it might have been a handball to me. But, but yeah, we'll you know, wait man. to we'll <laughs> wait to hear from Brian on that one. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad to believe that if BAR was actually used, it would have been a, a penalty kick. So who knows what would have happened, but they would have had a pretty good chance. Yeah. So sure. um, so I'm gonna stop here and do what we always do on the podcast and at because we're at a a. A brewery, a pretty popular brewery in the city of St. Louis, and uh, ask you, uh, Aaron, what are you drinking? <laughs> ah, the old uh, hashtag, what are we <laughs> drinking? Um, so I, I am drinking Schlafly's Christmas Ale. Um, okay. It's uh, I, I like this time of the year because you start to hit the styles of beer that I'm a big fan of, yeah. which is... Um, you know, I like the uh, the 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 and the Oktoberfest style beers, and then kind of transitioning into the Christmas season. I just yeah. really like the Christmas beers or the Noel beers, and uh, this is a good one. It's about eight and a half percent, I think. Woo. It's uh, um, uh, it's eight percent. I've got the thing right here. It's it's uh, very um, what you'd expect. It's kind of got that gingery, okay. uh, clovey kind of. Spices added to it, and it, it really warms you up. It's not, it's kind of warm here in St. Louis today, but um, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a great beer. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy it's you know. And they, Schlafly does a lot of rotation on their styles, but um, this is one that's a consistent winner in my books. Yeah, yeah, I I I, I usually. Uh, I am reticent of Christmas ales because I don't exactly ever know what I'm getting. <laughs> like, some hit the mark and some don't. But it's interesting, like, to see, uh, like, cause sometimes it means uh, higher alcohol content. Sometimes. Sometimes it means spices. Or sometimes it just means, like, a darker beer than a, yeah. than a traditional, like, uh, style would, would prefer. So... Is it, is, so, and it's kind of all three it's of It's all those. three of those, I mean, yeah. it's, it's definitely got some spices. It definitely has a boosted alcohol content. Um, it's, the color is probably right for, for the beer. So, um, And uh, just so for edification of listeners who may or may not be listening at this point, but uh, Aaron and I are both home So Yeah, we, we could go down a rabbit hole here for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got your glass refilled. Yes. So what are you drinking? I'm drinking... Uh, what to Roman would be trash. Uh, It's a Kolsch beer. (laughs) Kolsch. Kolsch. Yeah. Fun fact for Roman, though. um, uh, Schlafly's Kolsch is a uh, World Beer Championship winner in the Kolsch style, beating out beers from Cologne uh, for that title. It was several years ago, but I think Schlafly does a really good Kolsch. Um, Again, as a beer nerd, I... I geek out on Kolsch specifically because it's one of the it's specifically known for its it being a an ale but being essentially lagered, which so it's kind of the best of both worlds in, in a lot of ways. So so, so Prost Prost. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll kind of uh, wrap up talking um, about the 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 end of the Hinrunde, with the, the match coming up Bayern. Um, got a got a big one ahead of us. Thankfully, it's at home, right? Yeah. So, um, and then we have the winter pausa and then the, the Rook Runda ahead of us. Um, so, where do you where? How do you think the team is going to fare against Bayern? Um, so, first some I'll I'll give I'll give it a little bit of back uh, uh, some info here. As we speak, uh, the press conference was today and. Um, Adi Hütters was basically as it is, but uh, Nico Kovac came out of his shell a little bit and uh, spoke about his love for the, the the city of Frankfurt and the team and um, how they how he hopes for a victory for Bayern, of course, but also that Frankfurt uh, achieves the Champions League uh, status next year, so um, that was pretty great, pretty, pretty nice, sure. and I, I, I'll always have a soft spot in my heart for Kovac and what he did for the team so um, so what do you think of uh, the team's chances well I mean first just with Kovac I think um, you know maybe part of that is just some um, I don't know wanderlust is the right word maybe maybe it's maybe it's um, nostalgia for maybe um, a different time when when he wasn't in the pressure cooker of oh yeah of München you know I mean He's come under some heat for sure, and I think he's pulled through most of that. Now they're starting yeah, to play agree. a little bit better, but uh, yes. but yeah, that's a tough spot to be in. I you know I think um, I think it's going to be a really challenging game for us because you know as we were talking earlier, you know the defense is a little shaky. Um, yeah. You know they're going to really have to step up. Um, I think I think we maybe have the best. Uh, set of guys in in the forward position of any team in the Bundesliga. So, you know, I'm not concerned about being able to create chances or anything like that. But, you know, Bayern's tough, and they're hungry, and they're, yeah. you know, they're, they're starting to gain a little bit of ground on Beval Bay. And so I think maybe there's, you know, they, they really want to close out this first half with a solid win. You know, they they kind of open the season with a really solid win over Frankfurt, right? Yes, yeah. You know, maybe not the not the season proper, but, um, you know, that 5-0 drubbing, uh, you Super know, they, they may want to put a, a nice bookend to this first half, so I think we're going to have to come out and, and give them everything we got. I mean, we'll have a little bit of a, of a pause, right? So yeah. So leave it on the field, but... Um, you know, I mean, hopefully we can. I mean, hopefully we can snag a win. That would be amazing. But if not, you know, I'd like to see at least a point because I think uh, yeah. I think we're playing well, and I agree with Kovac. If we can get, you know, if we can keep up this pace, I mean, there's no reason why Frankfurt can't be in the Champions League next year. That yeah, would be outstanding. I'd agree. I mean, I think the the past few games we've shown some some uh, a little bit of. Uh, Warning signs, but they're nothing, it's nothing huge that we have to worry about aside from maybe the defensive injuries that we have right now, which hopefully we'll address in the winter housing, But, um, yeah, I mean, it, we, I think Adi Hootzer's and his the coaching staff has the ability to address those little bitty things and make changes here and there to make the system a little more adaptable to the teams that we we're playing. Um, so I, I, ex- I expect that, um, with this game specifically, I, I worry about the defense. Um, so I, I, don't really know what to what to expect at this point uh, from this one. It does feel like a little step back. So yeah, but the good news is we're at home. Maybe the emotional support of the fans can can carry. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's going to be crazy in that stadium. Having been there just yeah. the Schalke game, I can only <laughs> imagine what it's like when Bayern's there. Um, one just quick anecdote that I forgot to get in when we were talking about the actual visit to the stadium, sure. but when the game was over um, and we were we were walking back to the train, you know they've got these little carts set up with people selling beer and different oh, things yeah. after the game, and so you know when I, I I'm very much a. Let's get to where we're going. Kind of a person, and 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 my wife's a little bit more. Let's experience this while we're here. And thankfully, you know, she convinced me. Let's let's just stop off here for a beer. So we, on the way to the train, we stopped off for, for a beer. We we struck up a conversation with one of the ultras and um you know before we knew it it was you know it was midnight and we were up against oh, the wow. last train of the night and so um we had a really great time uh hanging out with just you know the you know the season ticket holders the yeah. the, the ultras and the day in day out the day in and day outs. you know <laughs> and I was asking them about uh some of the Europa games and and some of the, the earlier games in the season of course uh I had to ask him what he thought of Jovic's, uh game with the five goals, and yeah. was he there for that? And, you know, it, it was just a really great interaction. They, they oddly enough, had a ton of questions about the St. Louis now Los Angeles Rams, which I thought was really strange. <laughs> so we really had a good conversation about sports in general. Big, big NFL fans, but uh, uh, Interesting. I, I guess the message would be if you're, you know, if you're listening to this and you've never been to a game and you're gonna go. Um, take some time and try and meet some people because uh, everybody was really um, you know everybody was really friendly um, everybody was really gracious and you know I mean I you know I I still exchange some text messages now and then with the with uh, Michaela from the uh, ultras there, and so it's it it, it you know it, it's just these little connections that I think keeps the community of fans so strong and yeah. keeps me kind of coming back to yeah um, you know just how you know great it is to be an Eintracht fan even if you're in a part of the world that there's two maybe three of us you know? <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it really does feel like a a small community that's really tight knit that. Really welcomes everyone with open arms. Even though, especially in Frankfurt, it's a massive community. But I don't know how many people I've talked talked talk to, or you know, Brian has has, has talked about um, that. Just yeah, like you said, welcomes welcomes you with open arms and is really interested in you know why you're here and and it's great. It's such a great community. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, just the just the. the where we're at in 2018, there was, you know, naturally a lot of political discussions yeah. and people genuinely curious about perspectives on things. And so, you it's know, there was, to to, there was that there was that bound to happen. You know, no one was critical. Everyone was just, why? You yeah. know, so that's, you know, that, that was something. But, um, you know, I, I did get my jersey, which I'm wearing now, and then a, a scarf that I, I wear most <laughs> days. Um because I, I'm feeling that if I just wear it long enough, someone will pass me and say, "Wait, isn't that? Yeah, isn't that the eagle from the from Frankfurt? Yeah. You know, my dad was in the. We were when my dad was in the army. We were yeah. over there, you know. And, and maybe we'll find another fan that way. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's definitely like that's a big part of Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt's um, appeal in the United States is that are the GIs and their family who are stationed over in, in and around Frankfurt. Because they're the biggest club in and around that area. I know there's plenty of bases around there, but um, I hear plenty of stories. I have a, a, a friend whose aunt who was stationed in, in Frankfurt who was obsessed with Frankfurt while she was there. She's not into soccer anymore, but she was obsessed with uh, the team at the time in the 80s when they were you know massively huge, uh, just destroying in Europa and, and the like. So... It's uh Yeah, there's plenty of people over here, and, and it's just amazing how welcoming the, the, the club is, first of all. Like, not speaking out, out of any sort of, you know, <laughs> just by myself, uh, but, like, how open they have been to us and um, welcoming all the fans as well. So, yeah. So, so uh, rounding up, so where do you think uh, – where do you think this team's headed? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to project out for the rest of the season. But uh, well, how do you think the winter pause will go? Well, I, you know, I really, I don't know much about Hasebe's injury. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if they've really talked about no. when he's going to be coming back. You know, so I hope everybody takes some time to get rested up. Um, you know, I know in February we've got the we we got uh, the the Ukrainian team, which I cannot pronounce in the draw. Oh, Shakhtar um, Donetsk. Yeah, Donetsk. <laughs> uh, and you know, I think that I think looking back to the first half of the season, those first few games were rough for us. Um, and and you know, we've got those teams in the same order now. Yeah. And so. You know, are we going to do something differently against those teams this time? So maybe just looking at the next three, four, five uh, games, uh, Bundesliga games, is what you know what's going to be different about that. You know, you could say, well, they were learning the system, they were feeling out winter, they were, you know, the newness of it all, sure, Um, and they really have gelled together as a team. So I think it'll be great to see. Can they build on the success? You know, these last couple games aside, can they build on the success of that great run they had in the first half and get a different outcome in the... In the in those games that were early last, you know, in the in the first half that we didn't do so well, yeah. And, you know, you get four or five match days in, and you're just kind of scratching your head and, you know, thinking, man, is this, a, this is this, this a title, title league team? And then all of a sudden, we're like, no wait, this is a Champions League team. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's, it's really been quite the roller coaster yeah. between now, then, and now. It and really has. Can we keep that going? I think is going to be what I'm interested to see. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see, of course, the defense of, I'll bring up ad nauseum at this point, but um, I'm interested to see like kind of what weapons and and what players that we don't see day to day can work together to provide some balance or some extra sort of systems of attack that we, that we haven't seen yet. Like one one of the the dudes that I've been impressed with every time he's been on the pitch is Nikolai Mueller, but he never never gets on the pitch. He never gets to never gets to play. So. Him playing with someone like Achinovich who who is seemingly also not playing every game, which I don't understand at this point, but uh, I'm glad to see he's signed through 2020 now. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the other folks get a chance, especially with the Euro- Europa League games coming up. In, I think it's the end of March and April, Those when those games are. Or no, February and March. The first ones in February. Yeah, but we—I mean—we have our work cut out for us, and we'll definitely need uh, to to have some counterbalance with the 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 Buffalo system as um. well. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it'll be exciting. So thanks for joining us on the the podcast, and uh, we'll pass it on to Brian. That'll do it for the show today. A big thanks to Aaron for coming on the show. You can follow him on Twitter at ALS3438. You can follow the show on Twitter at HEFpod and our Facebook page at HEFpod as well. You can find me on Twitter at NAJAKWA. So from all of us here at hey Eintracht Frankfurt, frohe feiertage und tschüss. Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt, that phone switch la 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 la